To another edition of RSF Radio. This is the show where we talk about what's been going on on the front page of our Street Fighter. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and I have a special guest today who I'm, I've am i kind of been really interested to talk to. Uh, he seems to have a, a good head on his shoulders and a, a good look at what people are doing in the community. I've got Choi Sauce on the line. What's happening, man? Hey, dude. It's good to be here. Uh, I am happy to have you on, and oh, thanks, I want to roll into it because I, I like to have some time up front for people to pitch whatever they have going on so they can, you know, you want to put that at the front of the show so people can't avoid it later. So (laughs) what exactly, what do you got going on right now? What products do you have? Where can people find you? What do you want? Uh, Well, mostly Twitter. And uh, I guess the big thing that we got is what's called toptier.gg. It's like a new website that we started and uh, it's just, it's there for the community and it's just i you know, i guess we'll kind of dive a little bit deeper into it and um if you want to find me personally you can find me on twitter at choice sauce 85 that's c-h-o-y sauce 85 and then uh, you can follow the top tier twitter at top tier gg it's actually like i don't know why it was alarming to me that top tier gg was never taken after all of this time <laughs> you was- know what's funny is that um my partner like so i i founded it with another guy his uh, name is gabriel gabriel artiaga some people might know him better as thrill house he actually sat on that url or that uh, domain name for like the longest time oh, so he's just okay. been paying for it and, and kept it so that that explains a lot actually yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah because uh, when i was looking at that name initially i'm like dang really no one no one's taking that all right so it's like, like, this is like the <laughs> nest egg has been sit on for a while okay yeah uh but what the website does though i mean because this start how long ago did you start this website uh we started this past february so that's february of 2019 so okay. it's crazy to think it's only been like what like half a year now yeah, this year has felt like five years. Yeah, uh, in, <laughs> so in, much stuff going on. In more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, some things, fortunately, some things, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but with that in mind, though, when you first launched, I was like, holy shit, this is this is the website. This is the one that we need. <laughs> uh, because initially, and you're, it has turned into kind of a larger beast which we'll dig into here in a minute but initially it was just if you have a local if you run a tournament fill out this form it'll put be put into the calendar and it, it's got the the mat it's a whole thing that is like perfectly put together as soon as i saw it i was like well we don't need anyone else to do anything like this because this is it. We're here. We've made it. So oh, you want to maybe you. further ex- do a better job explaining? Sure, what sure. What uh, I just yeah, tried like, to do. Yeah, clumsily. when we first, yeah, when we first launched, it was uh, like focused on like trying to find your local or you know like fighting game event. Um, it was kind of inspired because like, or maybe I'll, I'll talk a little bit about like how it works real quick. Um, so basically it's like, yeah, you can submit your local and then we'll just add it into like our database and it shows up on a map and you can kind of search it by like game or like the, if you know the, 
the name of the local, then you know you might be able to find it that way. Um, you can search by like your location. So there's like a geolocate button. So it'll you know it's got all that fancy tech to find where you are, mm-hmm. and then just kind of find what's nearby you. So that way you can kind of like find you know whatever fighting game event you want to attend. Yeah, no, like as soon as it launched, I was like, this is such a great tool. If only everyone on that runs a local would take advantage of this, please God. Yeah. Uh, Because that's the other part that I have found to be, I don't know why this is difficult. It shouldn't be. (laughs) But getting the word out to people who run tournaments that there is this resource available to them like to freely use you can just do it you can just have that information out there is like it, <laughs> i feel like it's pulling teeth like you have to what 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 trick is there what tricks yeah. have you been employing i mean i think what it is it's like i try to you know think about it from the to's perspective and it's like oh twitter is good enough if i just post it someone will retweet it right or or i'll just ask james chen to retweet it for me <laughs> which is uh like you know some kind of like a little bit of that where that inspiration came from because like uh you know what is that uh, well i i guess we'll talk about that problem real quick but it's like i, I just feel like this it's just basically laziness you know and, and maybe lack of knowledge about marketing because like yeah you know, it's like, they just think, oh, you know, like people will come, don't worry about it. But it's like, you know, or they just don't want to fill out the form and just kind of, you know, utilize it because it's like, ah, we got enough people or it's like, you know, it's like, it's it's good enough. I don't really care. Right. So, you know, there's, you know, plenty of reasons, but I think that maybe if we, you know, get the word out and hopefully like we, we become more of a household name, then, you know, people will just like, everybody will just put it in still because, that's kind of like one of my goals is like to grab every local in the world, you know, and just make sure that like, you know, nobody's like missing there. And, um, and like another part of that, it's like to see on the map, like, you know, if there's like this huge area that's missing, then like somebody might be inspired to say, Hey, I can, you know, take over this area or like, no, maybe not take over, but like I can pop up a local to help people near that area. Yeah. You can literally see the need for it. Um, well, it's not even that it, I think, it, I don't know if they're, they're bad at marketing so much as <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I just took over this Facebook group because the last person quit and mm. now we advertise on Facebook and, and like not really mm. quote unquote advertise, or I feel like there's still a lot of things that the locals that run own only from facebook it's the only place Mm. you can find them yeah that's that tends to be where i see a lot of uh postings that like i miss like sometimes i'll kind of scrounge the internet and look for more just so we Mm. could add more (laughs) yeah it's crazy uh i don't know if i would go as far to say that they're all bad at marketing even though i will say that Uh, but it it is almost as if TOs are treating the marketing of their local the same way that they treat or would think about the FGC in terms of if I have a good thing or I'm a good player then that justifies the existence like that that is enough just to be good Mm -hmm. or just to run a good thing where Mm -hmm. actually there's like tons of other shit that people actually have to be worrying about if you want to be like an influential player for example or have an influential local there's so many other things you have to think about where it's not this like meritocracy of i have a good thing people will use and see this good thing there's so yeah that's always the the tragedy of like when you do actually make something that's great and it's like yeah people will just talk about it but you know just people some people have to see it to to like really you know appreciate it yeah that that's the and it just will unfortunately oftentimes just go unseen by the people who would otherwise need to see it which in your case, you've provided this awesome website that does a lot of the work for people and is just like, well, here it is. The other thing that I kind of want to talk about because you have this list and because you have this map is do you have a plan for 
locals that shudder and aren't around anymore? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard cause it's like such a cat and mouse game with locals, you know? Yeah. Uh, Especially like, with like, numbers like that big that you're working with. Like now you have yeah. this huge database. <laughs> Are you like, is a human going to look through all of these locals every week and be like, okay, they're not, or every month maybe and be like, okay, they're not doing it anymore. They're not. Yeah. I mean, like part of it, it's like, uh, you know, when I have some time, I'll kind of scrub through them to see if like they still exist or if they, you know, especially when a new game is added, then I might go through and kind of look at it. But, you know, obviously it's like, it's impossible for any one person to do, especially with the other stuff I'm doing with the website. Mm -hmm. So my thinking of it is like, it's not a bad thing if a, you know, dead local is like up there because, you know, uh, you know, at best, you know, they might contact the, you know, people because there's contact information for the what you know for the local, yeah. and at worst, you know, they'll go out at that time and just like, hey, what the hell? There's nothing here, you know. And it's like, you know, I mean, we can't control that, but you know, I think just like you know, using a little bit of common sense to say, hey, let, let me contact these guys and say, what time you guys meet up? How exactly do I get there? You know, maybe then they'll say, oh, sorry, we don't meet anymore or something like that. But I think the, the best case scenario for me would be let's say if like TOs like really knew about it and they really wanted to use it, um, you know, like we want to try to improve the site. So maybe people gave us feedback on how we could do it. Then, you know, they would like submit some updates or like tell us like, hey, you know, I, well, most likely like if they, you know, closed down, they probably wouldn't tell us because they're just like, we don't, we don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's, but, it's way easier to drop something instead of being like, wait a minute reporting in I? yeah yeah <laughs> just reporting in that we don't meet anymore Sorry. like that scenario is yes I and mean, that's how i figure yeah it's that. like if 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 they're not in there anymore then it's like maybe someone can tell us hey these guys are gone it's like oh okay then i'll, yeah. I'll take it down that's more likely the case honestly yeah uh no that's an unfortunate part about things is that the the other that's just what I thought when I initially saw this where I was like okay they're gonna get a ton of responses up front they're gonna build this great list and that hopefully will become will not become so like so many other lists that we have like oh, our street yeah. fighter itself has like three different lists that I can send people of like here's locals don't know if all of these are active or are meeting in the same place, but here's a bunch. Here's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, with our site, since it has like a nice UI, like yeah. as opposed to like looking at a sheet, you know, it's like, I think there's a little bit more. Uh, I like, think that that's the draw, honestly. Yeah. That's the, a little bit. <laughs> that's the main pool. Whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is it. That's, that's what people need. That's what people are looking for, quite honestly. Yeah, especially with the search, it just makes it like 100 times easier because it's like I'm not going to, you know, like try to go to a sheet and like control F and it's like, is my city in here? Or, yeah. you know, maybe my state and I'll try to look around maybe, but... No, I'm I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, it definitely makes things makes things easier. And uh, again, it's one of those things where as soon as I saw it with my eyes, I was like, "Oh, this is this is it." Hopefully, <laughs> this is where the majority of people go. So, if you are out there, listener, and you are a T, or if you go no, to a local, <laughs> if you go to a local, that's the other part. When people mm -hmm. say support your locals, it. It's not just going sometimes. It's stepping out and saying, let me do something or let me like, let me just fucking fill out this form on top <laughs> tier GG <Please. laughs> to let people even know where this thing is. Uh, that is sometimes very useful and yeah. will help bring people into your community potentially. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, like the inspiration for it really was like, uh, you know, James Chen's like, uh, tweets like every other week where it's like, Hey, this person's looking for this local, anybody know where to help him out? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's a, like, I, yeah, I see that yeah. all the time. And it's like, how come there's no place to, you know, just look. Yeah. Because if James Chen doesn't know the exact one place to look, then 
<laughs> yeah, you're screwed then. Sorry here. then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just for how long he's been around and the numbers of websites that he's likely used over the years to. Oh yeah. I mean, shit. Were people listing their locals in game on GameFAQs? No, fucking. But <laughs> it's that, all in that's text would, form. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, so aside from that, though. I think the other draw that I think gives top tier GG a little bit more longevity or another is like another draw for people is that you've been hosting these, do I call them like op-eds? What are we going to call these? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like technically op-eds or editorials, like that's what we've been categorizing them at at the site. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you want to explain what, where this part came because this this part came from out of left field and I've been like oh shit this is you're pulling the right names here <laughs> I'm I'm digging what you're putting down nice okay yeah uh, I mean like honestly the it kind of came from like a little bit of two things like like I really like like writing in a sense or I'm, I'm not the best writer but like I, I just love to try to teach and impart knowledge and like try to codify like how to you know like get better at video games or like be- get better at fighting games you know particularly and right. you know i feel like it, it it's like there's always like beginner stuff and like not a lot of intermediate or advanced stuff so maybe i can try to delve into you know putting that into words and seeing if i could do that so that's something i like to do personally and um and i think uh, another portion of it was like, uh, like we, we needed traffic. <laughs> so like, like, cause, uh, what is that? Like people just come in to see an event and checking. It's like, oh, is there an event near me? No. Okay. And then they're not going to come back, you know? Yeah. So, the the uh, use case for your site for some people was very single use. And then you're like, oh shit, I actually have to, oh shit, I got to run a website. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't just keep paying all these server fees and just like let people one and done it and just like, oh, okay, I found my local. I'm good. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that was a big impetus for it. But, um, you know, and, and so like, I guess with that, you know, I kind of wanted to be a little bit creative and kind of curate the stuff that we wanted to like write about and the, you know, like the things we want to talk about, like we're very like community centered and, you know, we want to like, we used it as, you know, we're thinking about other ways of using it besides, you know, like tutorials and stuff. But another big thing that we got started was like what we call the unsung heroes of the FGC, mm-hmm. which has been really, really cool. Cause like a lot of people that I didn't know about, like kind of popped up through there and it's like, oh wow, these people are, are great. And I've never heard of them before. And, um, that was actually started by a, a writer that came to us that wanted to help write for the site. And he's, uh, his name's Eli. Uh, he goes by bodied novel on Twitter mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, ever since he came on, like, like the, you know, traffic has been soaring actually. <laughs> so he's, he's written a lot of great things for us and it's just been help super, super helpful. So yeah. Yeah. He's like a really good writer to begin with. Uh, and also it just happens to know the right people in or or knows where to direct people's attention let's put it that way yeah uh, i've been really happy with how those have turned or at least with that particular article turned out and i was like dang this is this is hitting exactly what i think you're aiming for so this is this is sick awesome. um, <laughs> is there any other uh articles or op-eds that have stood out to you that you might want to point people towards? Um, let me think. Um, there's one that uh, I thought it was just really, I did it for fun was, uh, like how to be hygienic in the FTC. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote that right before Evo and I'm like, please, you know, read this. <laughs> and I made like a little <laughs> infographic for it. So I thought it was just really fun. <laughs> You know, um, oh boy, it yeah, is so. unfortunate that that is the case. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I mean, there you you see after any major event when you get that many people in a room, there it's like I've got the Evola. I've oh got yeah, the, yeah, and that has to do with hygiene for sure. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, it's it's not it's not a good situation. I mean, you get that yeah, many yeah, yeah. human beings in one place. It's like, well, maybe don't shake people's hands. Maybe just fist bump, and that's yeah. okay. Um, and yeah, also so wash like, your ass. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wash your ass. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's uh, uh, part of it was like I, I did a little bit of the science behind it too because I was really curious, like, why do people smell in in the first place? And like, I I added that as part of the article, and then like a lot of tips on like uh, what you, what you can do for yourself to prevent like sickness and like you know what you can do to be you know courteous to other people in terms of right. the smell, you know. So you know, <laughs> just like fun stuff like that. Um, like and then i have another series i don't know i just have so many ideas that i want to put out it's just like i don't have the time and like like method to just like churn them out fast and like another series i have is called uh i'm calling adapt which is kind of like um um taking lessons from fighting games to like real life like mm -hmm. you know kind of like kind of paralleling those things because i feel like a lot of that um can go hand in hand um, and yeah, so like, those are just a couple of the things that we have. Um, and then like, there's one, another article that by Eli that I really liked was like, a, it was a really long one that he did about like the history between smash and FGC, which is kind of like showing like, you know, kind of, why is it a little bit divided, but at the same time, it's still kind of close by to each other. Yeah. They've always been adjacent without a whole lot of crossover not yeah, at least until like, recently where it's been a little bit more of that um yeah which i think is really cool you know mm -hmm. I, I called it like we're like neighboring communities uh, yeah uh, and sometimes you hate your neighbor yeah. uh, <laughs> and that's fine uh or sometimes you have a nice neighbor and that's very good yeah uh, you get know, together that... and have some fun <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you have a block party, yeah. and one of the neighbors is drunk, and the other one can't drink yet. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, uh, like that. Did you see that infographic of the average age of Evo attendees? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when Smash was only twenty, I was like, okay, yep, uh, cool. So funny. <laughs> and then Samurai Showdown was like <laughs> somewhere uploads of like four. And I was like, okay, and right, thirty-five or something like that. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's quite a feat. Especially with the numbers that Smash had, it's like, and it's still down to that that low. It's like yeah, it's crazy. Lar largest game in the tournament, and still that's where your numbers are. Okay, I think you know your audience though. Uh, that's yeah, again, but it's good. Not, it's like we got the younger generation still coming up and learning fighting games. So yeah, and good. I'm not here to to dunk on Smash. I know I do it flippantly sometimes, but <laughs> I think it's I think it's a great. I think the latest game is a great game to bring oh, yeah, people into fighting games. Like it. It did the thing that everyone hopes fighting games would do and just popularizes that particular game to bring in mm -hmm. so many people. Um, but I, I think they've done a good job. And like Nintendo recently has really turned over a new leaf of accepting the competitive side of their games, yeah. which is kind of new for them, uh, even though Melee is still somewhat left out in the... <laughs> I don't like to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? It's like it's not gonna sell more copies, you know. Yeah, Sadly. you're not. Yeah, unless they, they do a re-release <laughs> of Melee for the Nintendo Switch, or no, that won't happen. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, we'll see. But, uh, but no. So you've you you're actually like doing traffic now with this whole article series and i've been i've been excited to see every it's been like every week or so there's there's about is that like the the rate uh, of just about i mean like you know i have a full-time job so it's not easy right. to find the time to do everything but uh, it's between it. me and yeah <laughs> so between me and eli you know we just try to turn out what we can you know like we, we don't we you know like if there's any like major news, then I'll just write, write like a really quick, like, you know, one paragraph thing, you know, I'm not like as eloquent as like other like news pace people, but I think it's just as long as people know what they want to know, then they'll, they'll be good, you know? So mm -hmm. that's like another aspect that we're just trying to do. So, but you know, we, we, we don't want to like, you know, just put out just whatever, you know, just for the traffic. Cause like, I, I just feel like it just makes it kind of, you know, kind of weird. It's like, you know, like, I, mean, I care about what I what we put on the site, you know. Yeah, you're not you're not a news site. You're like a highly curated list site. 
basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of that happens to be some articles that are that might hit the FGC in the in just the right ways. Uh, no, all right, that's that's cool. Are there any are there any more plans for the future? Like, what else is and that you're allowed to talk about? Um, I mean. Like, I mean, I, mean you just, I know you mentioned that we had a calendar, but we actually don't. <laughs> so that's one thing we got to add. Uh, we just got to just probe that program. That Wait in. a minute. Hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> in my. Hmm. No, we don't Good actually. I mean, that's one of the right first things that liar. we want to implement. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I know that's important because it's it's part of like, one, you know, people wanting to plan their trips and seeing like what majors are coming up. So that's, you know, easy to, you know, we're, we're going to implement it. You know, we're working on it. Um, I know that, uh, we're thinking about maybe just adding maybe like a tier list thing. So, you know, cause like, how, how can we be called top tier.gg if we don't have like tier lists, you know? <laughs> so, suppose, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, that's in, in the plans, um, and other stuff like, uh, I don't know. We're just like coming up with ideas and just seeing what sticks. Um, you know, we, we're just kind of thinking about like, you know, what does, what does the community need and like what, what we think would be cool and just like see if it works or not. So, you know, that's just kind of where we're going with that. You know, I think maybe we'll have some merch so we can help support the site maybe soon. So we're thinking yeah. about that. That is the other side of it where it's like, if you're trying to actually at least even just make this self-sustainable, it's like, you, like you said, you got to pull numbers somehow. Yeah. And, it's like, like, you know, the ads, ad revenue, it's like, it doesn't really do much, you know, it hel helps a little bit, but it's like, like if, if I had my way, I wouldn't put ads, but you know, what can, what can you do? <laughs> Yeah, if you want to pay for any of this shit, if you, if you want to have nice things, you got to run ads, which you'll never hear on this because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got other. the integrity. I don't know. Maybe uh, like like you know, maybe in the future we'll be able to like you know partner up with like I don't know certain products or something. We'll see. I don't know. That's like a distant future, but yeah, yeah, that's something that I think yeah, where you're looking at things that would directly be, or at least I don't want to say pander but like be in line with the audience that you're serving yeah 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 I mean we wouldn't want to like just get some random doodads and just say oh just get these fidget spinners for like whatever and then like you know we, like we don't care or just want to sell as many as we can it's like we'd probably just want to partner with people that like you know you know have great products that the FGC would love you know you mentioned fidget spinners, and I'm just like, do people still <laughs> fucking? Is that still a thing? No, in that's not a that's not a thing anymore. You, you say sure. that, but at the same time, that then immediately led me to think, oh shit! Like I was in my brother's car, and he had like a whole bag of fucking Finnick, fidget, fidget spinners <laughs> next to his like child seat that he like uh. gives away for. Uh, I'm just like product or fucking whatever. Damn, those just, guys are like two years late then or something. Then. <laughs> well, they are from like five years ago. That's yeah. why there's a whole fucking like freezer bag full of them. And yeah. well, the thing about those ones that, that his his fidget spinners, which makes them different from other fidget spinners, is that they have bottle openers on either side. Oh, of them. dang. <laughs> which now makes that's them a game changer. <laughs> you would think, but nah, that that ain't a fit. Hold on, let me open your. <laughs> and then just like, open up a whole line of bottles. Oh, that'd you... be sick if that could. <laughs> I, I, I'd like that video. I'd, I'd <laughs> reach <like>, that video. <laughs> yeah, if someone could do like a, a bar trick of like <laughs> flicking a fidget spinner. And you, I know you've seen people bounce them off your knee, but have you seen. <laughs> just down the fucking line. Uh, no, fucking fidget spinners are dead. Don't try uh, and open yeah. a thing. Please don't. Uh, please don't sell people that. Uh, <laughs> You don't, I feel like if you buy a fidget spinner, you've already fucked up. Like Damn. there's it's like some boomer. It's like, Oh, the, the kids love this stuff. Right. I think yeah. this will make me cool. All right. Enough disparaging people who are into fidget spinning. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm pretty folks. sure there's plenty of boomers that love the FGC too. So it's like making fun of people who still yo-yo. Uh, although there are some cool yo-yos. I can't, I was, I was totally into yo-yos back in the day. So. Yeah? 
I'm all, I'm okay. all good about that. All right. All right. Yeah. Again, not here to yuck anyone's yum. Just <laughs> anyway. Uh, but that's cool to hear that you've got some some stuff planned for the future for top tier GG. I'm I'm into it. I'm looking forward to it because from what I've seen so far, I'm a fan. I hope that people are directed towards your site and are uh, driven to use it and take advantage of it because I think it's a, it's a great service. Um, but also services are not free, <laughs> which people seem to forget about a lot of the time. Uh, and you know what else is not free is entry fees to tournaments Oh boy, a lot of the time. <laughs> and all right, let me just, what's your gut check on this one? Because this is a thing that can like, for whatever reason continues to come up and I see the same like five arguments for this shit. Like <laughs> seemingly to it, to me, I'm like year after year. Like, have you guys fucking y'all like forget about the argument we had fucking last month about payouts in the FGC yeah, and I how mean, and like, why you can get them. Like, What's your gut check on this? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think we all have like, like short-term amnesia from all the short the social media but yeah um, honestly the FTC rots your brain yeah (laughs) but in in any case but like like my I think my overall take is that like um you know entry fees should vary depending on the event so it's like you know if you want to stay you know like some kind of like like I don't know not not to say it's like a low tier event but it's like you know like a event that hosts like i don't know that can host like 200 people then maybe yeah you can keep the entry fees kind of low you know and that's like what you're shooting for you know and then like you know i think people who want to do it big like you know you know like matt like a stadium sometime like evo it's like you know you're gonna have to up the game and like up the production quality and it's like you know like and especially on top of that yeah the prize pools it's like you know we want to reward the players for like you know being part of this and like have it grow so you know maybe like that would require us to get the entry fee up and and i think you know for the short term um you know that's like something we need to do and then like eventually maybe when we get like more sponsors or like more like you know things like that that can help you know supplement that then maybe we could you know keep keep it down again but you know it's like since we're such a grassroots movement it's like we have to be willing to do this you know until like you know so we can keep our integrity because you know we could we could easily just you know inject that steroid and just say oh hey can we, let's just get all the corporate sponsors let's like give away like 90 percent of our you know rights to like you know whatever the corporate you know cronies want and just like yeah have them control everything you know We'll get into that later for sure. Don't worry, folks. It's Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. The blow-ups. It's it's always Tuesday somewhere. Uh, Yeah, that's... Yeah, you mentioned that, and it's just... I I hear that argument of, yeah, let's just increase $5. That won't make anyone not come out. And I'm just like, listen, guys, maybe. Maybe that is a solution for a couple of events but you're just making the numbers go up to make the numbers go up right it's it's it, it that's like such a short-sighted solution to be like okay let's make everyone all the pop monsters make it 20 bucks make it 100 bucks make it five thousand dollars make it because if everyone at evo pays five thousand dollars that means that the that Bonchan oh. makes a billion dollars yeah. and then Bonchan <laughs> and yay, will have a billion that's a, dollars. That's a huge win. <laughs> <laughs> then like eight people will have a million dollars. Isn't, isn't that what we want? Don't we want the, the billions of dollars? Do- and it's like, you guys, like that's not, I mean, sure. Maybe make it a little bit more expensive. I mean, I mean, Evo still charges you $5, even if you don't want to, enter any tournament for the for the byoc <laughs> tournament yeah, that is a little strange to me i don't, I don't know about that so I, <laughs> looking into that that's like a a venue rule like a law which huh, okay. would otherwise make it makes everyone in the venue a competitor instead of a potential for spectators mm. so that like it it makes it legal to have that that kind oh, of stuff okay. of payouts at okay that, at i mean then that's understandable i think because you have to buy by the law you know right it's a i mean it's a fucking law thing but also like 
we're in fucking Vegas and the show floor is open for two days and that's a whole other argument of like is it even worth it for people to go to Uh, if you're just a vendor or just trying to sell stuff or trying to do community Mm -hmm. stuff even though it is the largest tournament in the world you are so limited to two days and you have to pay for travels you have to stay in Vegas you have to eat food in Vegas Mm, yeah like there are so many other costs involved to then say that well, let's make the entry fee an extra 20 bucks. Well, it's now it's like I can only maybe that makes me not want to join X amount of games where I know that I'm not I'm just going to be a pop monster if mm-hmm. I just want to play some fucking fighting games because that's what people <laughs> want to do at the end of the day. And yeah. now we're having arguments of like, well, let's make it 25 times. Let's make it fit because that then that means the people at the top will actually make livable money. Whereas like literally everyone else who's just trying to play fighting games is out another five bucks and it's like fucking come on people let's be a little bit smarter about this shit yeah i mean i do, I, I definitely do think there's a lot more there's a lot of creative ways to to you know make it more better i guess because it's like um you know like they have the whole like like uh compendium thing for like dota and i think that might be like a like a, mm-hmm. a better way you know another way that we can incorporate because it's like you know the people that got the cash money you know they can you know, buy those compendiums and, you know, like that adds to like a pod or something and maybe they get some bonus that they, you know, kind of technically paid for in a sense. And then like people who don't, you know, quite have that money, but, you know, they just want to come to fight and play, then, you know, they don't, they don't have to buy that thing or something, you know? There's I mean, like- that's, that's a good solution. And I think that it's a solution that I think that that companies who run pro tours should take advantage of but yeah, cause it's not even their own money that, you know <laughs> that only applies to pro tours and like what about venues that aren't on the tour that are just a big tournaments that are outside of like pro events that are still pulling numbers still people are still showing up because it's a good tournament but might not be on or what if the CPT is on this tour but maybe the Tekken World Tour is not on mm. the the docket for this particular tournament or X tournament or Y tournament it it gets really complicated when the fighting game community is working with so many different companies all in one location and then to say to to build your entry fee off of that per game is like well what is where is all the money coming from and who is paying for this shit even though we're all sharing the same stage it gets mm-hmm. it gets yeah. really complicated yeah it's definitely uh weird for us as a community because we have like i don't know 20 different companies like involved into one community as opposed to where it's like homogenous with like dota or like league of legends or you know whatever Mm. game it's basically every single person plays that one game as opposed to us like every single person plays like five to ten games and or there's just you know like there's like 20 50 different games that you know we can be a part of as as a single community yeah it's one of those things where i look at what capcom did with their their esports division just this year and their focus their their quote-unquote focus on esports where I feel like next year is going to be a, a launching point for them. I don't know exactly what. I th- I feel like we're going to get some amateur leagues going on, um, probably a little bit more. It, I feel like they're investing in that side, like a little more college esports kind of stuff. But then also I want to remind people that those will be like Capcom-sanctioned events. Mm-hmm and you've got to follow the rules of Capcom and mm-hmm. we're still at the mercy of corporate overlords because <laughs> they, they run and own this shit. Uh, people like, and these are the problems that we've been dealing with for fucking decades, uh, right? Yeah. Because you even look at, we mentioned it early, but the smash community has like huge issues with that where they weren't at Evo one year. If you remember, because Nintendo was like, nah, Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'm not saying that that Capcom will go to the the lengths of looking at tournaments and say like, no, you can't exhibit our game here. I'm not saying that. I don't. I don't think we're in that dark future yet. But like, I don't know. It's just 
something to think about. I mean, if you, even like if you listen to last week's episode, episode with Majin Obama, and he's like, we need efforts at the grassroots level outside of this corporate money that like everyone seems to try like be trying to feed off of, mm-hmm. even though it's, it's still, it's such a small amount of money where it, on a personal level of people put in a little bit more effort, we can get a lot more out of it. Um, which, which is like the shit that you're doing with top tier GG. Like that's, that's it. That's the, <laughs> that's the sauce right there. That's the choice sauce. Um, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's I, all good. <laughs> I'll go bury myself after that pun. I, I, I get a lot of those, so I'm, I'm totally used to it. <laughs> I don't deserve to talk into a microphone. <laughs> I have father forgive me. Um, but anyway, so that's we're seeing the same fucking takes that we've seen month after month, year after yeah. year of when our fucking FGC heroes are like, I only made a thousand dollars. All right. Well, maybe <laughs> let's not add to that thousand from the hundreds of people that competed in the tournament. Maybe, maybe let's try and go after other types of money and bring that into the systems that we have. But I don't fucking know. That's, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not for us to decide i don't think and yeah, who knows if that'll yeah, actually I mean, be I, solved yeah i mean i i think it's kind of more of like a call for people to i don't know get more creative about how to like generate money cuz i feel like and it's always either oh, it's only sponsorships it's only entry fees it's only such and such and like um you know there's like matcherino that's kind of like a new thing that's been happening and it seems like it's really cool you know like that's yeah. been adding to the pot that's very new like i never heard of a company that can do that you know and uh, yeah i really like what matcherino has done i mean i'm biased because we use them for all of our uh player sponsorships that we do our community sponsorships are are all through matcherino now because they have a bunch of products on their site that if you buy them through the site, a lot of them are like, here's the, the rub. A lot of that shit is like donated to their site. If you see something that's up for sale, there's a portion of that that will likely go towards the, like the pot. Mm-hmm. And it can be like anything. There's like comics, some like t-shirts, books, all that shit. Uh, and then that, if you just buy it there, then the money goes towards the pot, which yeah, is an yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting, like different type of solution, right. To make the, the pot a little bit bigger, but they also Matrino themselves is just like, well, what if we inject a little bit of money into different, different games and different esports? Because uh, they've been doing a, a great job with the FGC of like promoting FGC events like I only say that because I'm by again I'm biased <laughs> as fuck because they work with us on all of our player sponsorships now and are always like here's entering this offer code and you get like 25 cents to the pot and that shit adds up and yeah it's, I don't it's, know. it's amazing it's and you know it's like uh what was that there was like that marvel 2 match that got up to like seven thousand bucks and it like beat the tekken world tour <laughs> pot uh, yeah fucking, <laughs> hey man that's marvel baby they yeah they, they've always been crazy. running high stakes shit over there uh yeah know. but you know it's like i feel like you know that's kind of like that idea was borrowed from like the dota compendium kind of thing it's like you could sell something and give a piece of it to the pot mm-hmm. and then like you know i feel like if someone i don't know not that i'm like that smart but i'm sure there's like a lot of other ways that like we're not you know willing to try or just kind of get creative and say okay this is another way we can think about generating money that's kind of like a win-win situation for you know people you know it's like mm-hmm. people willing to pay money or spend money on something like in some way that it can you know flow into our community somehow and, almost you know, as if those solutions need to be thought of by the companies who own the games uh, <laughs> because companies have the ability to add money or in some cases take it away uh i want to bring this up just briefly i'm only going to talk about it briefly because there's only so yeah. much information that we have right now and i'm going to divert everyone the episode has not been out yet, but go listen to the 
the next episode of Ultra Chen around this date of uh, well, we're recording this on October 8th, 2019. So whatever Ultra Chen is after this date, listen to that one because I'm sure they're going to be talking about this. But Blizzard, with a little bit of pressure from China, uh, has revoked. Hold on, here's what they did. So Blitzchung, this player from this Hearthstone player, won a tournament and then stood in the interview afterwards, just stood in solidarity of the people protesting in China, just very briefly. And then Blizzard, like, cut the fucking feed. They were like, nope, no politics, by the way. (laughs) No politics here, folks. Which is, an aside, when people come to me, a moderator of our Street Fighter, and be like, I hate seeing people talk about politics around my video game. I just want to play video games. I'm like, you motherfucker, you can't avoid it. Like, (laughs) Like, this is it. When China... When China decides that they're going to revoke this dude's prize money, they're going to fire both of the casters that are involved, and they're going to ban that player. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, how can you... At what point in your head are you? Is it where you're like, I have to, I have to avoid politics. Like, at what length are you going to avoid this shit? Because this is like, this is it. We're in it. We're in this dark future together, all of us together. Yeah, man. Especially you know, with the the medium that we you know engage in, with it being you know based on corporate like stuff. It's like they make video games. It's like they're gonna control it and. You know, like, and then shit like this is going to happen where it's like, oh, we want to sell more games in China. Okay, we'll take your side on this whole thing. And then, so please buy our games, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And then it gets way more complicated because a lot of the people who make those games, uh, be it U.S., to have, like, no influence on that major corporate decision to do something as fucking crazy as this, right? They're not... The people who are making the games aren't pandering to to China. It's the people at the corporate level making those big high level yeah. decisions that just totally fuck everyone who works at the company who might disagree yeah. with that decision. Yeah. But, it's crazy. I mean, it, it just shows like the, I don't know, a lot of, you know, it, it's really going to expose anybody that like any company that's like, Oh, we're in it for the profit, you know, because it's like, if you're going to have standards, like this is like a big, you know, thing, you know, it's like, let, you know, like let this, you know, country or the sovereign, like, state or whatever hong kong is i'm not exactly sure you know let them have their freedom or whatever and i'm not i don't know exactly everything that's going on but that's what it seems like you know yeah i'm, I'm not like, going to sit here and then yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about chinese politics or taiwan yeah. or we're yeah, not going to talk about yeah i don't understand what's exactly what's going on but but it's clear that like you know the blizzard is like you know we want to make a lot of money you know, so China is a big market and we don't want to, we don't want to lose that market. So that's like, so we'll just, you know, do this. It's but like, we'll, we'll, we'll make them happy, you know? At the, at the same time, you think, like, you guys, Capcom did this earlier this year. They pulled out of the Hong Kong major, right? Oh, is that right? I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, it wasn't a CPT event. Even though they, the, the event happened, people went people played. they played the event happened hot dog was out there being like I, this is the fucking worst because like the top pulled out we've already done this like <laughs> capcom oh, has already done this like not to this exact level but yeah it, it is this weird thing where we live in a world where it, the circle of like political movements are, can affect your fucking video games because guess that's what crazy. that's you just have to be cognizant of this shit yeah. and again if this is something that maybe rustles your jammies if you get a little bit heated with this <laughs> i would say go follow the people who are actually doing like boots on the ground movement for this like follow those people uh look to what they're doing already because there are people already doing revolutionary shit and it's not you're not going to see someone from the blizzard community step up and be like i i will solve hong kong and china (laughs) no that's not that or just fucking yelling into twitter doesn't actually solve anything right yeah like 
me being mad or me deleting all of the Blizzard games on my computer doesn't... <laughs> I mean that doesn't necessarily even send a me- like there are there are larger problems here guys other than yeah. whether or well, not I, you I play mean, Diablo I, 3. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like, you know, since it is like dealing with like profits and things like that for this company because that's what the that's what it is for them, you know. Like, you know, we can protest by just not buying Blizzard games, you know. We just say, "Hey, I'm not going to buy any any more of your games if you're going to be acting this way." You know, you got to think about, you know, like I don't know, not not to say that we have to take sides or whatever, whatever side anybody's on, but it's like if you're against, you know, whatever actions they did as a company, then it's like, you know, it's your it's a prerogative to like not support and buy the games, even though it's like, oh my god, I really want to buy Diablo Immortal or download da- Diablo Immortal and buy all the you know microtransactions, right. you know, but you know so it's yeah. like that's what i mean that's what you can do as a as a consumer you know like you but then the other side money. of that is well now your financial decision is affecting all the people who work for blizzard negatively even though they had no uh, tr- yeah that's like, that's it gets a really compl- situation yeah. yeah it gets really fucking bad when like who does your decisions hurt where again i just want to say that like if you if there's something you get heated about, follow the people who are doing work, which, actually, speaking of which, uh, kind of to tie things around to what you were talking about in the beginning, but Eli, uh, Body Novel, shared something, was it with me directly or just generally? I think it was just Maybe. generally. I don't know. Uh, he just tweeted about this on Twitter of uh, a a fighter, a not a, because he's not in, what are the fucking, grab, mm, what's the octave what uh, uh, UFC fighter or? yeah it, uh, not a UFC fighter but something along those lines so years ago years ago this dude and I think I even talked about it on this podcast before because I thought this shit's like fucking hilarious but he is making a fucking political statement when he does it so it's this fighter who like miss mix, mixed martial arts that's mm. why i couldn't say it so okay. I, I, I took a nap earlier and my brain's a little fuzzy still anyway <laughs> mma mma fight an mma fighter uh was going around china challenging all of these uh these tai chi fighters Oh shit! Because they're like, we're gonna use our mystical power to to like fight people, and it's just like they look like fucking goons, right? Where they're using their their chi to to like fuck quote like actors basically up, mm. and then everyone like follows that. And this guy was just going around from dojo to dojo, being like, "No, I will fuck you up. Do not try that shit on me." <laughs> and then just there's just like there's like reels of him just fucking up these old men who are like trying to throw their chi energy at him. And he's just like, (laughs) here's my fucking fist to your face, like bloodying these old men. And there's a part of that is just like so fucking funny to me. But at the same time, like he is, he is now in the center of, or at least, a part of this of of this political unrest and has a seat oh, that's in it crazy. because it is it is fighting back against all of these old things that 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 China has in place and mm. he's he gets blacklisted a lot of the time and has to go through the dark web to even <laughs> get his message out because China has a lockdown on that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't remember the the guy's name at the the tip of the top of my head certainly not right i did not plan to talk about this right now <laughs> but uh i would just go fo- go follow body novel on twitter.com that guy he's got some good shit um but anyway after enough talking about fucking up old men yeah because uh, what we can talk about instead of fucking up old men is fucking up people online oh uh, shit <laughs> i, I do want to bring this up at least brief to me oh, it's like man. this it would be this hilarious joke if Capcom wasn't running a fucking Olympic event in online <laughs> tournaments. If only that Yo, is, wasn't happening. Is, is the legend going to join this, uh, <laughs> the Olympics? Dude, I fucking hope so. God damn. Because, like, they they haven't caught them yet. They haven't banned them yet, which is another fucking crazy thing. So, well, I, I think you need to, you need to yeah, get the, drop the name right. <laughs> yeah. So, if you haven't seen this yet, there's this guy 
whose CFN is Rising Dragon God. Yes. And he, he has figured out some way to hack the system in ways that initially people were like, oh, he's just using like the the survival mode buffs. He's just like using them all and but online. But then he's like, what about giant Zangief? <laughs> oh shit, that was so sick. <laughs> it's like, okay, I this is this is comical. This is like this is like performance art. This is Let me so show you my good. infinite <laughs> crouching leg <laughs> kick. Yeah, because the Zangief is so big. He, the, he is pushing off the end of the stage and keeping that crouch like you in range for crouch like kick on the other end of the fucking screen. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but also his crouching like kick deals like a oh. fucked. Oh, man, it's just fucking hilarious. That shit is... Oh. It it is like okay. modern performance art, and yeah, I fucking and love and it. He, I guess he just joined Twitter just so he could show off his exploits. So he's like, I think it's like <laughs> yeah. at Rising Dragon God One or something like that. Yeah, that dude, right. it's 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 awesome. I love it. It's it's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is like astounding to me that he hasn't been banned yet. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. Have you seen the latest one though? Like that he uh, which- posted. So no, he he not. has like this he has this like miniature Ryu that's like <laughs> like you can't even like do crouching medium punch on him it's just like the hitbox is so small but it's like a fireball goes across the ground and it's like moving ridiculously fast <laughs> and on top of that he picks the the beach the Karen beach stage so he like goes <laughs> under the water <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! Like, like this is modern perform. This is so. Oh, that's so good and pure. Don't fight my my tiny. Re- don't mess with Perfect. my young boy. Perfect. Oh my tiny. Oh my tiny tiny boy is so good. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Oh my goodness, that's just that. That's so smart. Shouts to that guy. That is yeah. f- fucking phenomenal. And I hope they never catch him. You know? Yeah, he's like yeah, he's like the Robin Hood of our time. I I want him to to continue to do these online crimes, and oh man, get away with is, it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of rooting for him. You know, uh, he's he's stealing from well, not really the rich because ain't nobody rich on CFN. Uh, He's just creating art. This is this is good. It's so good, you guys. I love this shit. This is so fucking funny to me. I didn't know about the mini it's, Ryu. It's, That's really I mean, good. like, like I know, like when the Blanca glitch like came out, like that shit was like mad hilarious. You know, it's like you see all these people like you know doing the world or like yeah. all these people, and it's like, oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's so funny. But this is like. 10x that you know oh my gosh yeah it is it is way way better than that uh but anyway again just wanted to bring that up shortly i'll share a link in the in the show notes of where to see some some of the latest exploits because that's really funny um but i guess again to to wrap things around i I do just want to give a shout out and i'll just I'll just share it in the show notes because I think that we should shout out creators when they do good creative work Mm -hmm. and especially small creators because there's so many small creators in the FGC that just you don't get views and even if the video is great and fantastic which this video is it's a video about psychology in fighting games and how to kind of apply that to your game and how that affects your way of thinking uh this is from mr headache again i'll just share the link in the show notes go watch the video it's really good go like subscribe all this stuff to if you find something good don't let it go support (laughs) it we need to support these small things but all right. Uh, anyway, we gotta we gotta finish this episode. We gotta we gotta close, sure. turn off the lights here. Uh, <laughs> but before I do, I have to ask you two questions. It's a question that I ask everyone when they they come on the show for the first time, and I think that it can okay. tell a lot about your character in the way that you answer it. So it's a two parter. First part of the question is: What is your favorite normal attack in any fighting oh. game? Uh, I I have to say off the top of my head, it'd be like Guile Ford Fierce, because it's just like that back fist. That's right, man. It's just like, bam! It's like you feel it, you know, like like not just the character, but you. It's like, damn it! (laughs) Like it just hurts so much, you know. Like you just you could feel how like visceral and like how much it hurts, you know. (laughs) 
I've walked into way too many of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, as a Zangief player who's trying to slightly walk forward in between every sonic boom, you block the boom, then you move forward, and he's like, ha, nah, bitch. And yeah, you, right in the face. <laughs> oh, fucking goddamn, man, every time. Uh, no, that's a good answer. I like that. Uh, part two, though, is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game? Oh, um, let's see. I think for this one... It has to be uh, Guilty Gear XX AC's Eno's like B and B. Okay. So explain <laughs> it. So like I I picked up AC like when you know Exert was about, about to drop, but they did plus R. So that's when I uh, picked up you know uh, AC again. Or I mean I played a little, you know when I was like younger, but I didn't really take it seriously. But uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I picked up Eno. And like, uh, like you know, I just heard that like, oh yeah, it's like her combos are like ridiculously hard, and it's like, oh man, it, like you know, like my, I feel like my execution's pretty good, so I'm like, yeah, how hard could it be? Oh man, that was the wrong question because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this shit took me like four hours to like land like once, like because it has to do with something called like FRC, and then you have to do like a input of dash into the motion, and it's like, oh my god, this is a headache, so. What you're referring to is a false Roman cancel. Yeah, false Roman cancel. Like is its whole thing, which is not blue. Yeah, yeah, not yellow Roman canceling, which is kind of like the easier version of that. Yeah, in the <laughs> this is this is a this is a harder thing to do. Yeah, it's super super hard. It's like a tight window for like the RC R- Roman cancel that you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know you have to do this ridiculous motion. I mean, you could you could probably look it up online just how to do it, but. Um, like I would, I practiced it. I don't know. I'd probably say like at least a good sixteen to thirty hours, like bef- just that combo. Mm-hmm. But like the reason why it's my favorite is because because that h- combo was so damn hard. Like I landed it once in tournament, and like uh, like I think it was on a stream. So like once I landed it, like I just wanted to drop the controller and just say <laughs> I, I won. I just won the round. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm just so good. <laughs> I, I I landed this. You know. So it's just like, it made me so feel so good, but I, I, I mean, I won that match, thankfully, but then it's like, at that point, I just wanted to say like, it's over. I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> yeah. You, you did what you had accomplished and yeah. you know, I, I respect that feeling, especially when you, you spend so much time on a really intricate combo or anything like that, getting that reward of landing it in a real match because you can, yeah. you can lab all you want. That's fine. If you can't land it in a match, that combo doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. It's not real. Uh, but no, um, that's cool. Also, that particular comp, I like the sounds that she makes during that combo. Oh, yeah. The shing, shing. <laughs> yeah, the sh- sh- but it's like a crunchy shing. It's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the audio to it yeah, is the gu- like. The guitar kind of sound. Like the, yeah, it's a, it's, like, it's a little crunchy, you know, it's a yeah. little distorted. And there's, there's something to that that is, I don't know. We, I talk about the way that combos sound all the time. That just, <laughs> that is, it's a, again, it's a very visceral, visceral feeling that I can, I can fuck with. But in any event, that's all folks. That's a show. Uh, before you go, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Where can people go to top tier GG? Yeah. Uh, so you can find me at, uh, choice us 85 on twitter uh you can also follow our twitter for top tier gg at top tier gg <laughs> and uh if you want to check out the website it's top tier dot gg so you can just type that in the browser and you can find it um, one thing i do ask is that you know if you do know someone or you go to a, an event and you know you don't find it there maybe you could and help us out and uh like um submit one and if you do find it there maybe you could help us update it because you know most likely i don't know it might not be quite up to date so if you get if anybody listening could help us out there i think it'll help everybody out Mm -hmm. it's always a possibility all right well it has been a pleasure talking to you thank you for taking the time and and sharing all you have about top tier gg and all that shit i'm looking forward to whatever you have in the future and i wish you the best of luck but that's right thank you sir uh, again, you can find me at SuperJoeMonday on Twitter.com or at RedditSF, or just head on over to R Street Fighter. I'm there. Post, I, I see it. Upvote the shit you like. Downvote the shit you don't like. It's all good, folks. 
But that's an episode. Uh, again, want to give a shout out to Piano Densetsu for the intro music. That shit is hot. If you like it enough, I might I might just release the the full track on the YouTube channel or something. If, if that's something that you're interested in, let me know. Anyway, always uh, rate and review the show on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the one on iTunes I hear is the most beneficial, but, you know, wherever you want to do it, I'm not going to judge you. Anyway, that's a show, folks. Until next time, take care. Peace. <laughs>